fun apere ti a ba mo enikan ti o mo asoju orilede America and that person takes you to Trump eniye wa mu olo ba Donald Trump you can meet you can meet Donald Trump ole ba Donald Trump she if you know somebody who knows a personal friend of Donald Trump ti o ba mo enikan ti o je ore Donald Trump run right introduces you to Donald Trump ti o wa se afiyan re si Donald Trump you meet Donald Trump oh ni ba pade pelu Donald Trump researchers have discovered that human beings are interconnected tori na awon ni wa di ijinle ti so wipe awon eniyan parakora and sometimes when we meet people from who we thought that they are far off and we just meet them in places we don't really expect we say ah it's a very small world niba mi ran awon elomi ti arogbe pe ona won ti le jin pupo ti bi ti awa sugbon awon kan se alabapade won ni a wa ri pe aye yi kere jojo whatever you want to go in life ibi kibi ti o ba fe lo ni aye there are people that god has positioned along the way for you awon kan wa ti olorun ti se to si oju ona fun o and that's why we cannot afford to be poor relationally Now the highest level of relationship we are expected to form is with God. You can't have any higher relationship than the relationship that you have with God. You cannot love anybody more than God. In fact, Jesus demands it. He said if you love your father or your mother more than me, you are not worthy of me. So, that is the highest level of relationship you can experience. Nobody must be higher. Than God. No one. You must never devote more time to any human being more than God. Because that, that is the relationship that keeps all your other relationships in balance. So God must be the highest. You can't love your husband or your wife more than God. God cannot be saying something to you and you say, "No, I'm going to listen to the voice of my wife." No. It's the highest relationship. Now, the second relationship that you can experience is with the people of God's family. Why? Because you are going far. The relationship of you and I transcend beyond this world. It's an eternal relationship. One day after this world is over, we'll be walking the streets of gold together. And so, I, you know, all other relationships that you may have had in this world that is not with people of the family of God there will have been a separation but we walk in the streets of God together we will behold the face of God together we will be in the midst of angels together and that is why you must cherish your relationship with the people of God you must place a very great value on your relationship with the people of God in fact your relationship with the people of God is a commentary on on your relationship with God 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, in life we are going to meet all kinds of people. The Bible tells us clearly they are in 1 John 4.20. If a man says, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that does not love, he that loveth not his brother whom he has not seen, how can he love God whom he has, seen, he has not seen? Some people will say, I love God, but I hate people. These people are a stand. Who created the people? God. The same bread of God that is in you is in the people. So, you have to love the people of God. Hallelujah. You're going to meet different categories of people in life. You're going to see, you're going to meet people who are where you used to be. People who are where you used to be. And you cannot despise them. Oh, somebody is poor today. And you look at them and you say, this one. Oh, very poor. It's lazy. But remember, a few years ago, you used to be in that position before the mercy of God rescued you. You can't afford to look down on people. And you are going to be people who are on the same level as you are. You don't have to compete with them. Or envy them or fight against them. I am going to meet people who are higher than you are. You need to obey them, respect them, honor them, and not seek to pull them down. No prejudice, no bias. Colossians 3, 26 to 28 tells us. Somebody is there, you are always weeping, 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 weeping every night. As you are weeping, I'm also hearing sounds of celebration in your house. I decree in the name of the Lord. All secret tears on this altar is hereby terminated. There is someone here, your child is a vagabond. You tried all your best, nothing works. By the power of the living God, by the time you get home, this particular child will come to your house, reconcile with you, and seek to serve God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone is there. 
you are a captive of the power of darkness. You've prayed, you've fasted in dollar you can't. But you are not free. As I speak now, as I speak now, you're going to feel a heat come over your body. You will feel as if something is melting off your body. As you'll be feeling it now. As of now, you are free in the name of Jesus. Never to be bound again. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Galatians 3, 26 to 28. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. How you see people will determine the depth of your relationship with them. Or if you see people, you know, and you say, oh, this one is from a particular place. No, I will have nothing to do with it. You don't do that in Jesus Christ. In the family, you know, in your own family. Do you ever ask people in your immediate family that where are you from? Do you ask the children of your father and your mother where are you from? You don't, you, you don't ask that type of question. Because you know that you belong to the same parents. And Jesus, Jesus, through redemption, has battered us into the family of God. And therefore, you cannot be saying that oh, oh, this one is from so so place, I'm not going to relate with this person. Or these people belong to a particular, you know, in society where they have a case system, they say, no, no, I can't marry this one, it's from Mosul. Jesus has destroyed all that. I don't want to mention the names of places, but for purposes of illustration, some will say some people from a particular part are very strange, stingy. Oh, people from a particular part, they are stiff-necked and stubborn. If you see people through that lens, you can never have a healthy relationship with them. So the Bible tells us here that there is no difference. No bias. Tell your neighbor no bias. No prejudice. You belong to the family of God. There's no room for ethnic status, race, or gender discrimination. Jesus broke all this barrier and reconciled us. 
the Gospel Faith Mission International is not a Nigerian church. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. The Gospel Faith Mission International is not a Nigerian church. The Gospel of Admission International is not a Yoruba church. The Gospel of Admission International is not an African church. It does not belong to any ethnic group. It is the church of God for all nations. If Christ studies the Gospel Faith Mission International we have presence in all the nations of the earth. All the nations of the earth. This church belongs to Jesus. Is the author and finisher of our faith. Uh, my father will, you know, he told us as well, as far as when we were very very young. He said, he said, the church is your family. He said, take every member of your church as your family member. And so I've had people for years that I'm friends with them. I never knew where they came from. Pastor Tosio Ladapo is my covenant brother. We've been together for years. I never knew where he came from until last year. Was it this year or last year? When this year when you know when the mother passed on. Because I will not ask you. And that's the way God wants us to be. We live freely with one another. Hallelujah. May God help us in Jesus' name. Because this will enhance one of our core values of fellowship. We'll be able to fellowship with one another freely. There's a song we used to sing some time ago. And I want us to sing it. We are heirs of the Father. We are joint we are children of the kingdom. We are family. Please, wherever you are, please let me just pray your indulgence. Please stand up. Please. Hold the hand of the person next to you and let us form a chain. Hold. Let's form a chain. We are here. Of the Father. We are here. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God blesses us through the channels of relationship. And that part of the lecture, the power of relationship. Relationship with him and relationship with other people. He uses all kinds of people to fulfill his plan. And purposes for our lives. It takes us from through all kinds of experience to shape us and make us who He wants us to be. He sends people to us. John 1:16 says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This is why we must value the relationship that God sends to our life. I've heard people they will say, um, they normally say it in Yoruba, they will say, um, take your rock, take your mat. And God will spread his rod. And sometimes they mistreat people that God actually sent to them. And they behave anyhow. Most of the things that God wants to give you will come through the channel of relationship. Even spiritual gifts. Sometimes there, there has to be an impartation from someone. Oh, you have been praying for higher ground in your business. God will use people for you, but if you don't recognize or value them, you're going to miss it. There are people that are scheduled for your life in a particular season. And if you miss them, you may be stagnated for long. But none of us here will be stagnated. In the mighty name of Jesus. Some may pray and fast for their helpers. But when they appear, they cannot recognize them. How can one know that the secret to the victory of Naaman lies in a maid. Stop with treat their maid as if they are slaves. Beat the living daylights out of them. Make them do heavy housework and leave their children to be spoiled. Everybody in destiny 
Everybody in life has a solution to something. And you don't know who that person may be. And if you ignore them, how can one know that the whole destiny of Egypt lies in the hand of someone that is in a prison. God will use people for you. But it's your duty to recognize and cultivate that relationship. I mean, when you look at life, life is sometimes like an elevator. There are people that you must not meet in life. And there are people you must not miss. In the elevator of life, you are going to meet three kinds of people. An elevator is just like a lift. You're going to meet people who are on their way down. Down their way down. You're going to meet people who are on their way up. You're going to meet people who are going nowhere. And you're going to probably think that it's very easy to figure out. I know people who are on their way up. I know people who are on their way down. And I know people who are going nowhere. But life is not as easy as that. Because some people may be going up today, tomorrow they are coming down. And there, you may see some people who are going nowhere, some, they just awake. And they begin to go somewhere. And those who you see that are going down, suddenly they are going up again. And there are numerous examples from the Bible of people like that. Joseph was in the prison. You feel it's going down, but it's actually going up. Jesus on the way to the cross. You, you feel it's going down, but it's really going up. That is why you must not judge your relationship by what is happening to people. A lot of people they will carry the favor of those who are in power and position. That's not the way. Everybody you meet in life, treat them with value. I've told this story before, I'll tell it again. Several years ago, Oladipodia was coming. Uh, I don't like calling those names without putting the, you know, I think it's general. Yes, let me do it properly. General. Was coming all the way from Benin. And he got to a point he had a flat tire. He was a nobody at that time. 
Uh, the Bible says there, First Kings 17:9, Arise, get thee to Sarephath, which belonged to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. God will send people to you to help you. But the title of the book of uh, our DGO is Help from Above. God will send people into your life to help you. God will send people into your life to help you. That dream that God has battered into your heart. God will send people into your life to help you. There were some people. They came to that man that was sick. They saw crowd and they wanted to enter. There was no way in. They took the man to the top of the roof. And they opened up the place. And brought him to Jesus. Stubborn and desperate helpers. That will never turn back. Until they see the purpose of God achieved in your life. We locate you as from today. In the mighty name of Jesus, everywhere you turn in your life, you will never be lacking help. You will never be lacking help. That man by the by the by the by the pool is several opportunities. Because he had no help. His mind is conditioned. The help is not coming. Not that when help came, he never recognized it. He was telling Jesus, he said, I have no man. Some of you want to start a business. You say, I have no man. Some of you, God has given you mega ideas. You say, I have no man. In the name that is above all names, I speak to the four winds of the heart. Wherever your help is, I command them to become restless. And I command them to locate you in the name of Jesus. I command them to locate you in the name of Jesus. I command them to locate you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please be seated. God uses people for us. God uses us for others. I mean, one of the wonderful uh, books that Daddy wrote is Blessed to be a Blessing. If you want helpers in your life, you activate it by being a helper to somebody. Some things do not need prayer, they just need obedience. When you are helping other people, you will never be lacking help. Help people, assist people. You are sowing into your season of harvest. And that harvest will never fail. In the name of Jesus. 
Now the devil recognizes the power of relationship. And he tries all his best to destroy it. Right from the beginning you see Adam and Eve. Their relationship with God. Messed up. Then we have Cain and Abel. One killed another. That is the devil trying to frustrate the purposes of God. The result that is produced by two people is far greater than that of a single person. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? The The devil knows that as long as he can keep you in a in a state of fighting with your brother or your sister that you will not be activate that power that can destroy the host that may be against you. The second is the power of agreement releases heavenly responses. Matthew 18:19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree or not as touching anything, they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Brethren, the power of agreement is very important. You know one of the ways in which the devil has fought that People no longer have prayer partners. They say, I don't have prayer partners. So. I, I can't pray with anybody. Me alone and my God. At a time when prayer partners, we used to have a lot in the church. Come and see testimony. In our family, whenever there is a tough issue, and we hold our hands together and we agree, forget it, it is done. It is done. As a, as a young man in the university, growing up in faith, you know, when you are in the university, you have what we call radical faith. Radical. And me and my friends, sometimes, the lecturer just decides that we are going to have a test today. And maybe we are not prepared. Are you ready? Say, I'm not ready. Oh boy, come, make we agree. In the name of Jesus, this test will not hold. And we go in faith, we tell members of the class, we are not having a test today. She will surely come. 
I didn't stop there. I may go to the lecture. On one occasion, I went to the lecture. After we have prayed. I said, Madam, good afternoon. It, it appears we are not going to have the test today because you look tired. But she said, she said yes. Let's postpone it. I went back. I said, no test. Everybody jump for joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to impress on your mind is that it works. We were having a live school one day this year. Which is our Bible lecture. Something that needs the power of God to reverse it just happened. And I was called out of the life school. I mean, it was so great. I was walking. My body is a fan. And I never knew. As I heard the news, I looked up. I said, God. I went back into the church, interrupted the Bible lecture. I said, people of God, we have to pray and agree on this. Brethren that were in that other location too, they were praying. Everybody was praying. Before we finished praying, another phone call came. That situation has changed. And everything is okay. Such is the power of agreement. Such is the power of agreement. So work in agreement. And we're going to see a greater manifestation of power of God and growth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The power of unity makes people unstoppable. We see that in Genesis 11.6. The advantage of relationship is revealed in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 10. Two are better than one. Let's look at relationship blockages. Now, by relationship, we have established that God supplies everything you need through the channel of relationship. Either through relationship with Him or through relationship with people. Now, those channels of supply can be blocked. And when it is blocked, what God wants to get across to you will not be able to get there. So, when you remove the blockages, there will be a free flow of divine supply to you. A free flow of supernatural supply. So, uh, the Bible says there in Matthew 18 7 the woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must need be that offenses must come. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no how that there will not be issues in relationships. Everywhere you go, you are going to discover that where there is a relationship, there is also a potential for conflict. Now, I was telling somebody some years ago, he had, he had a fractured relationship with some members of government and even left the church. He would not talk to anybody, not, you know, he just cut off completely. And one day I called him. He's a powerful man of God. He's gone to glory now. And I told him, I said, Sir, this is my own advice. Issues are a test of the strength of your relationship. If the relationship survives the issue, that means that you have a strong relationship. But if it doesn't survive, that means that the relationship is fickle and weak. And as we are talking on phone, the Holy Spirit came in. He was shedding tears, I was shedding tears. And he said, I'm going to make amends. No one ever knew that he has a few time left on that. Today is in heaven. I can tell that 100% because God showed me. If you don't mend your relationship or not, it will deny you of heaven. And I want this truth to sink into your heart. My goal in life is to be like Jesus and to make heaven. I'm not there yet. But every day I'm stretching forth bit by bit. If you don't mend your relationships, it will deny you of a, a lot of things on earth and heaven. The potential, the place that God wants you to reach on earth, you are not going to be able to reach there. And I will demonstrate that to you. Very, very important. Whenever there is an issue, separate the issue from the person. Separate the issue from the person. Oh, let me give you an example. If you are in a plane, an, air, an aircraft, and the pilot just announced, we have entered into a turbulence. And then um, this one is very serious. We don't know what to do. What will you be doing? 
Eh? You see, uh, this pilot, didn't he learn very well? Did this pilot, did he go to school at all? Is that what you'll be saying? For the most part, that's what we do. Instead of praying when you see people fighting, some are even experts in coming with petrol. They will pour it into a wow. It's so bad. We have saints who will take their phone and record what the other person is saying in moment of anger and they will go and play before the next person. If you are doing that, you cannot go to heaven. You cannot. I see some people recording one another. They say, I come and hear what I'm not interested. I don't want to hear. What will it benefit me? Either you are alive or dead, people will always talk about you. So you are going about recording what people are saying. That's the new ministry the devil has given you. And you become an accuser of the brethren, working for the devil 24 7. Ah, sir, we people will love you. I was secretly recording the video. You are sent from hell. You don't belong to Jesus. You need to repent. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And if you have the peace of God in you, you must be a peacemaker. We see a lot of relationships falling apart all over the place people will not go out for evangelism but they can spend hours debating about one another pulling one another down destroying homes is that the work God gave to you? you are now enlisted part time in the army of Satan Go higher. Tell your neighbor, go higher. Go higher. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Who can't make heaven if you are doing all this type of thing? You can't make heaven. You can't. You can't. You can't. So, People in the plane don't blame, you know, they just pray. And when they survive the turbulence, and they get to their destination, guess what? Do people know that they went through turbulence? Answer me. Nobody knows. Nobody. Fix your relationship. Immediately, when the Holy Ghost came down and people received power, what was the next thing that happened? There is a potential for problem instantly. A potential for problem instantly. Instantly. 
but Paul through the wisdom of God, but Peter through the wisdom of God. Do you know what happened there? They said these people are drunk. Oh, if Peter did not operate in the wisdom of God, he will not gain 30,000 people. And he will complain, those people are hard-hearted. But said, ye men and brethren, we are not drunk. He explained himself. He cancelled the misunderstanding. He was able to gain 3,000 people. If you are in a church, God has placed so much energy into the youth. You want to be useful for God. Instead of you to allow them, turn yourself into a self-styled error. I begin to play God over their destiny. And when they realize that the potential that God has given them cannot be realized under you, they begin to go out. Go higher. You're not working for God when you are doing that. Let me give you an example of why the devil ensures that there, will be, there is always conflict. Acts 13 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Paul and Saul. For the work we are unto have called them. Now, and they started that ministry. And they continue. They got to a place people want to worship them. And the devil probably looked at ah, these people. They, they will destroy my kingdom. Let me cause katakata means them. And in Acts 15, 34, the Bible says the contention was so sharp between them. They departed asunder one from another. A relationship that the Holy Spirit himself battered. Oh, you may be in that marriage and you say, Oh, I'm no longer sure it's God that okay. gave me this person. Fight begins. Fight begins. I already considering divorce. One thing you have to know is that for any relationship to succeed, it takes effort. It's the will of God for Paul and Barnabas to do that ministry. But there is now a crisis. It's going to take effort to steer it back to the right path. And sometimes the two people that are involved may not be able to do so. They need the support of other brethren. And that's why every one of us must play a role as peacemakers. You can only relate with people at the level of your heart. 
It's your heart that determines what you bring into a relationship. Luke 6.45 tells us a good man will bring out of the treasures of his heart. And if you are evil, that's what you also bring. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, I don't know what's in your heart. I know through what you are bringing to the table. That's what's in your heart. An evil man will do what is evil. A good man will do what is good. Some time ago, a man in Kekerewo Assembly years, years, years ago was just moved from being the superintendent to be a timekeeper. Ah, and the man was very angry. From superintendent. No offense, nothing. They just had a new pastor. And the pastor just, you know, moved things around. Ah. The man came out of the church. He said, who is the pastor? Let him come out. And my mom of blessed memory. My mother of blessed memory ran out to meet him. Sir, sir, what God demands is faithfulness. Don't be angry. Either they put you in timekeeper or whatever, God will reward you. Don't worry. And that man listened to mommy. I was seeing that bearing him faithfully and joyously. Not knowing that he only had a few months to live. Not quite long after that, he passed on. Some people are missing heaven because of offenses. Some, some will pursue a revenge agenda. I will revenge. I will take my own pound of flesh. Whenever you make your mind to do that, you have removed God out of the equation. And God will say, okay, go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When a believer takes hard positions on certain matters that it cannot be resolved or not, some will even say they don't care if they miss heaven. It's a sign that they are carnal. It's a sign that they are carnal. We will not always see eye to eye on every issue. Because we have different perceptions. Uh, for example, those who are, who are standing at that extreme end, 
They can't see a clear detail of my face as those who are close by. So, the way we see things are going to be different. It's very important we major on the major things and not on the minor things. And we use minor things to cause conflict. Don't say you will miss heaven. You don't care if you go to hell. Heaven is a place where nothing must deny you of. Nothing. Nothing. Why do you think people pay with their lives? They say if you don't, in Russia, if you read Torture for Christ and other book for like that, they will take their children. If you don't deny Jesus, we will kill your child. And they will kill the child. If you don't deny Jesus, they will, kill, they will say we will kill you. And they will kill the person. Why? Heaven is more than all of that. So don't say... In fact, if you are saying that, it's a sign that demons have built a stronghold in you. And if as I speak, you are in that condition. Say this after me. I cast down every stronghold of offense in my mind. I bring them under the knowledge of Christ Jesus. I cast it down. Now, in the name of Jesus, you discover that a peace flows into your heart. Because the stronghold that does not want you to let go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's quickly talk about the tongue. Our tongue can heal, build, or destroy. One of the powerful tools of creation is the word that we speak. Sometimes, some time ago, I discovered that when I wake up, I will say I feel tired for no reason. And immediately I will become tired. I said, what is this? And I begin to change my confession. I'm strong. And I feel a burst of strength. Your words create feelings. Not only you, but in other people. Aitofel had a word of rejection. And immediately went and killed himself. That's how powerful words are. So, what you, what, how you say things is much more important than what you say. My people will say that is that is sorry has male or female. But let me put it very clearly. It means that there is a way you can say sorry that can be offending to the hearer. 
came through a salvation message that demonstrate the state of the heart of man. I remember when we go for public evangelism, the heart of man picture will be there. So from day one, it is stressed that the heart is the problem. And I should keep your heart with all diligence. And we have all kinds of animals in that picture. Leopard, peacock, and the rest of them. Symbolizing some things. So, and when you drive all that out, you have a heart that is free to love one another. Now, Jesus said, the new command I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you. That's a, that's a tall order. But through the Spirit is achievable. How many of you love everyone as Jesus loved you? Can we see answer? Oh yeah, now what's okay, oh? I can see a few hands. God will help every one of us to love everyone as God loves us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 43. He said, you have heard thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Daddy was saying some days ago, that how many of you can bless your enemies? Can I ask that question today? How many of us can bless our enemies? Can we see your answer? Okay. Put your hands down. We will not be Christians if we are not doers of the word of God. So we are going to stand up. Everybody in this auditorium, please, in the name of Jesus, let us stand up. And you are going to say, I bless my enemies. That one is very simple to do. Because it's a general term. That person that you have been fighting against that you don't see eye to eye mention the name of that person and say I bless you in the name of the Lord you will prosper in all your ways people will not be for you good things will begin to happen to pray that in the name of Jesus God I bless everyone that has Lord, I ask that you prosper their ways. Evil will not happen to them. Good things will continue to locate them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's difficult, Abi. Oh, sure, Abi. 
Years ago, I was having my quiet time. There was one man that did a great deal of evil to me. You know, I forgave him. But God said, Oh, yeah, bless him. I said, Father, this is, this is difficult. I had it again, bless him. And um, you need to see the way my mouth was that day. I was weeping like a baby. Father, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless this man. I bless. And tears are streaming. But after that, God began to move things for me. Because I, desi I decided to obey him. Now, one of the easiest way and cheapest way to do that, if you are facing a blockade, mention the person's name and speak in tongues. You are praying not in understanding. And when you are doing that, you may be actually praying, Oh, Father, that person, bless him, do good things, do this, do that, and you are prayed. Let's be seated. Let's be seated. So try and do that all the time. Bless your enemies. Uh, uh, sometimes we talk of people praying fire prayers and saying that people should die and fall down and die. God is a consuming fire. He maketh his ministers flaming fire. If you have any issue with anybody at the human level, don't pray, um, die, or all that kind of thing. You don't need it. In fact, David in Psalm 109. He said, let them curse, but bless thou. Because the blessing is higher than the curse. As at the, people may even go to the soul level. At the soul level, they wish evil to you. They have negative intention to you against you. No problem. But when they get into the spirit level, it becomes a different ball game entirely. That is why it is called spiritual warfare. Man has body, soul, and spirit. When David was engaging Goliath, and Goliath now cursed him in the name of his God, we have entered into the spiritual dimension now. Then he said, Well, you, this Philistine. I have come into, unto you on the name of the Lord of hosts. And then the battle starts. There's no way in the Bible that God will tell you to forgive a demon. 
You exercise authority over them. In fact, there is a part of the operation of the Holy Spirit that is called the Spirit of Judgment. You can actually, you know, deliver divine judgment under the Holy Ghost and it will happen. Paul said, be blind for a season. He didn't say, I bless you in the name of the Lord. Balance. Balance. When anybody engages you with satanic spirit, you are not attacking that person. Bind those spirits. Render those spirits powerless. Destroy all those satanic altars. You see, if there is no balance, witches and wizards will be having a field day in the church. They'll be having a field day. And they will turn that particular assembly to a landing base for satanic air forces. There's a man of God, the Archbishop, before he passed away. He operates in a powerful dimension of spirit of judgment. Uh, some of our fathers in the faith, they are discussing and they said, how will it have been so good if he's alive today? Because one pronouncement from him, all these full and yes men and all those rubbish will stop. Because if he says in seven days, heaven puts his stamp on it. So there is a spirit of judgment. When that grace comes and you declare, it happens. But if you are going and asking people, die, 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 die. You yourself, when will you have peace? There are some people now far from my house. They have their distance there. Operating from the parlor. And every morning, da, 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 da. I was wondering, when will these people sleep? Maybe somebody that did something against you, maybe you went to the shrine. You only spent a few hours. But you every day, da, 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 da. Take it easy. If they engage you in the spiritual realm, you are authorized to pour fire upon them. And heaven will back you up. If witches come and attack you, you don't bless them. You curse them in the name of the Lord. I begin to, I begin to see things happen. I hope we get that very correctly. The love test. The love test. You're going to put your name there. And check how you are doing in your love work. For example, says that suffers long and is kind, does not envy, etc., etc. 
When you put your name there, you know how far you are doing. Can we just read that together? Page 66 or 65 in your manner. Just put your name there. And then, as you are reading it, your spirit will be checking you. Let's read it together. One, two, go. Emmanuel suffers long and is kind. Emmanuel does not envy. Emmanuel does not parade himself. Emmanuel is not puffed up. Emmanuel does not behave rudely. Emmanuel does not seek his own. Emmanuel is not provoked. Emmanuel seeks no evil. Emmanuel does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth. Emmanuel bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. I want you to quickly pray because of our time. Grace to love others as you have loved me, I receive it in And I was so happy. 
God has dignified and glorified his destiny that you can never know that that kind of thing happened. When people fall into sin, I'm not talking about those who are serial sinners. So that we don't become enablers. So that we don't become enablers of their sin. So we must forgive. And I wanted to pray, Father, I forgive and release those who have offended me even as you have forgiven me. Can you quickly pray that prayer? In Jesus' name we pray. Please, after the service, if the person is here, go and meet that person. And tell that person it's over. Please, I'm going to need five minutes extra to round up. Say, go and meet the person and say it's over. And let a new day begin. God will help us in Jesus' name. Caring and selflessness. If Jesus were to visit your neighborhood, will you recognize him? But he visits every time. Every time. Every time. Matthew 25, 35, 40. I was hungry. I was thirsty, I was naked. What is your own reaction? When you see people who have needs that you can meet. So going out demands that you treat everyone you meet like Jesus. If Jesus were to be coming to your house, you do a lot of things to prepare the way for him. India people used to have a way of greeting one another. They would say Namaste. And some of you that are watching Sea World, you'll be familiar with that term. Namaste. The meaning is that I salute the God that is in you. If we treat everyone as you treat Jesus. You have a healthier and better relationship. Praying for one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray for our nation. Every October 1st, the Gospel Faith Mission International has what we call the prayer rally. And we go from point to point praying for this nation. And some are saying that tight is not necessary. And some are saying that speaking in tongue is wrong. And lately they've been saying that prayer is not necessary. When I heard that, I went on Facebook and I made my the president made a categorical statement. He said, we have tried all we could in the area of security. Prayer is needed. 
are orilede kan so pe ati se gbogbo ta le se nipa eto abo adura lo ku ta ni lo and christian responded some christian responded you know it's not prayer it's action awon christian kan si wa ta won ni pe ki si adura o ise ni prayer is necessary adura se pataki what all this country together is prayer on ti o di orilede mu ni adura we must pray for this country we must pray for one another we must pray for the church understanding uh, when I was to get married I asked my father I said, I said daddy how are you able to have a good family and he said, I'll give you one key. He said it in Yoruba. He said, He said, if you know the behavior of your friend, your relationship will be good. Now, when you are, because every relationship comes with assets and liabilities. And when you understand what the weakness of that person is, you can work on improving it together and you also accommodate the weakness of the person, knowing that you yourself, you have a weakness. So we need to work in understanding ungodly relationship. Bible tells us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But it's not only outside that there are unbelievers. Within the church, there are unbelievers. You want to know who they are? Those who don't follow the doctrine of the church. Those who don't follow what the Bible says. Those who don't obey instructions from their leaders. They are unbelievers in the church. Those who after a good message comes out, they analyze and water down your spirit. From such, stay afar from them. Stay afar from such people who can't go higher with them. There's also a tradition now. I just like to mention this because of our youth. There's a verse in the Bible where Paul was talking about uh, uh, the support that wives give to ministers. And she says she's worthy of such support too. From satanic men of God. Not in God's family. They use it to be having unholy immoral affairs with people and they will call that place they will say yes you are serving the lord after they've ministered the next thing is the hotel room messing people up Messing women up. And when I was say, Pastor, what you are doing is, he said, Look at it. This is what the Bible says. I, I need you to step down grace. 
Such people are from hellfire. That is an ungodly relationship. If there is any of you that have been a victim of such, please see our fathers in the Lord so that they will cancel you. And God will restore your life. So, the last is difficult people. Difficult people are tools in God's hand to make us better people. Difficult people are tools in God's hand to make us better people. God didn't send them to, their, to our life. God didn't send them to our life. But as we begin to, you know, to adjust ourselves, we learn to be more patient. We learn to be more forbearing. We learn to be better people. And if you are such people in your life, make sure you are pleasing to God. Pray that God should touch their hearts. Show love to them. Follow peace. Walk in wisdom. Conclusion. It is time to go higher. You are an important part of the family of God. And God in his grand design deliberately orchestrated you being in this church through a divine arrangement. He has brought you to this, to this family of God where he has planted you to flourish to bear fruits to be blessed and to be a blessing to others you are not insignificant you are important and your presence in this church is treasured and valued youth we treasure your presence Youths, we treasure your presence. Some of you are here and you come annually, but you have left the Gospel Faith Mission International. I want to assure you that things are getting better. Come back home. Come back home. Another person will not occupy your seat. We love you and we want you to come back. Whatever has made you to leave, talk to the leaders and it will be resolved. It's a new beginning. It's a new day. Come back, let us go higher together. In the name of Jesus. As you connect with each other in relationship, somebody's car has been stolen, you will recover your car. 
Let the love of God continue to flow from you to another. Let us keep the flow going. Do not let the flow of love be blocked by you. But keep quickly. Let go of the past. And be a channel through which God's love can continually flow. Hold the hands of the person next to you. I don't care what church you belong to. But as far as in Jesus we stand, if by grace to faith you have been saved, are my brother, so keep me your hand. I don't care. There was just you belong to. For I'm far Jesus. Many, many years ago, we sing it and dance and we smile. We look at the face of one another. And I want us to demonstrate that now. I don't care what church you belong to. But as far as Jesus is Yeah. 